What would it be like to record a podcast after the daily shows? After running the morning show audio board and posting the interviews to the website, what would it be like to come down to the little studio downstairs, not far from the snack machine where I get my uh, barbecue pork skins every morning? Every morning. So delicious with coffee and a great way to kick off the day. So, yeah. Yeah, we'll try that. We're going to do that. Podcast Nebulous Ramblings here. There may be some ramblings going on nebulously where I just uh, where I just come in here and turn on the microphone for for whatever reason. I have this compulsion to turn it on and to say something. Can't help it. It's in the DNA. Like that Twitter thing the other day where they uh, said, they didn't even say it really. I just saw a lot of postings coming out. There were different people putting their thing on there just one word and i know ford put uh build and i'm not sure what the other ones i know and i just knew right away okay all right mine is talk because for years I, i've talked for a living depending upon which radio station i was working at and uh that's what i'm gonna do right here for a little bit a little cafe boost though to get things going huh? how about that although at this time of the day 12 noon this is probably the fourth cup of cafe bustello so I probably should be a little careful with that. Virgos, what's the deal? We we were talking about this on the morning show. Hancock was in the studio with Bo and Beth. Good morning, BT. Seems like Virgos gravitate to the uh, to the uh, creative industries. We've we've got a lot of Virgos around here. Bo, Hancock, me, Bernie, and uh, well, I think Beth is uh, what did they say a Capricorn, January birthday. Well, that's okay. This is all part. Everyone here is welcome, and we're having fun. I'm just wondering about the number. Why there's so many Virgos in the uh, in the radio business, in the in the other businesses of creative endeavor? And it got me thinking. I wonder if there are that many Virgos in the auto sales business or the conveyor belt manufacturing business. I'm trying to think of some of the other businesses I've done over the years. Bag boys. When I was a bag boy, I didn't count the number of Virgos we had over there, but uh, wasn't really into that sort of thing. I don't know. That that's uh, man, I have to sit there and research that over the Labor Day weekend, three day weekend. What am I going to do with it? I don't know. I'm waiting to uh, to get back home and find out about that. By the way, here's a side note for you home home taking care of people out there. Just a heads up. Watch out for your gutters. Okay. I don't know if I've ever said this before on a podcast, but Take a look outside, and I'm not going to sell you a gutter here. This is not about a gutter protection system. But the other day, I stepped out back, and there was a thunderstorm going on, and the water was coming straight off the roof, and it was dropping down, and we've got gutters. And it's like, how is that just coming right over there like the gutter is full? Well, I go up there the next day, check the downspout, and there is a small plug of oak leaves that have managed to get in the downspout. Now, the rest of the... The rest of the gutter, the all the way down the roof line there, clear as a bell. But somehow they're those oak leaves, so they got in the little drain pipe. Check it out. Check yours out, or you could have some water damage forming in the soffit. Things I've learned on the Home Improvement Show with John and Dave over the years. A lot of fun with those guys. I've learned so many home things there, just listening to them talk and take phone calls from people on the Saturday mornings here on WBT. I always had a great time with that. By the way, heads up want to pass this along to you that September, if you knew it or not, is Pediatric Cancer Awareness Month. 
And it's time for the third annual Little Heroes Blood Drives. Each week in September, WBT will host a blood drive with a one-blood Big Red bus at the Jack Daniels Doghouse on the corner of Minton Moorhead. Blood donations are critical in treating all forms of cancer, and WBT is committed to helping kids in our community fighting the disease. So please consider making a life-saving donation. It's the third annual Little Heroes Blood Drives at the Doghouse. And, of course, our thanks to Affordable Siding and Windows and Jameson Realty for their support. You can visit WBT.com for more details and to reserve your appointment time now. Also, a heads up, let you know the very first one coming up is Tuesday, September the 6th at the Doghouse. These will be going on every Monday, otherwise in September, on the 12th and 19th and the 26th. But the first one will be Tuesday, September 6th, right after Labor Day at the Doghouse. So uh, check that out. By the way, did I say this is Nebulous Ramblings? You know, I've been rambling for a while, so... I don't even know. I don't know what I did earlier. I can look at, like, there's a digital readout, so I can see some of the things that I said. Uh, looks like about five and a half minutes ago when I first got rolling with this thing. But I don't know if I mentioned that it was Nebulous Ramblings, the podcast. My name is John Moore. This is WBT Radio, 99.3 FM, 1110 AM, WBT.com, and the WBT mobile app. So there, all the official information is out of the way. We covered the Virgo stuff. Man, I am just going to, I don't know where I'm going to go with this. I, I I watched the president last night, and I've just, ever since then, I've been kind of kind of thinking about, um, you know, it's funny, after, after only two years and some of the things that have happened and some of the things that are going on with the nation right now, when you have a leader that says certain things and you kind of, I guess you get kind of used to the, uh, it's like a knowing it's like a sense of knowing. It's like when uh, somebody says something and, and you just kind of know and you don't really, it doesn't get your goat anymore. You don't really get that mad. You you just know that, well, in this case, we're about two months away from another election. And when you look at other people and they're hearing the news and they're hearing the same statements from, well, given any given political leader, just happens to be the president last night. But you're looking over at your friends, they're listening to the same thing you are, and you just, you have this look on your face, and there's an agreement, agreement in your eyes, that you know what, just a little over two months from now, we're going to go vote. Well, the president last night, he encouraged everybody to go vote. He said, vote, vote, vote. He said it three times, maybe maybe even more. So, hey, I'm going to take your, uh, your, your, uh, your advice up there, Mr. President. My friends and I are going to go vote. This November, about two months from now, and then two years from now. So, yeah. Now, I'm not sure that we're the ones you wanted to go vote. I'm sure it's probably uh, directed at someone else to go vote. But, yeah, no, no, no. We're going to take your advice. You know, they may be the only good advice you've given in two years. But, yeah, we'll take that up. And uh, I'm happy to go vote on that Tuesday. No absentee, baby. I like to stand in line, get there at the poll, and, and do the thing in person. I like to go in there. Remember the old big gray machines used to go into that had the, they were like a big giant box and a curtain on the front. And you go in, you would pull that red lever across there, and it would clatter across, and the curtain would close. And then you would you know, pull the little red levers down across the, across the scorecard there, whoever you were wanting to put in. Hopefully there can be some resolution to some of the stuff that's going on. You know, I don't want to rail against 
I don't want to rail against the president because you know what? We already know. We already know. We see the evidence. And the evidence is all around us, so we know what we have to do. So I encourage you to, uh, well, do like he says and, and get out and vote. And even if you, as a listener, don't agree with me and you like some of his policies or the party with the D, go vote. That's fine because I'm not here to argue with you and and say you stink because you believe that and I'm wonderful because I believe this. I just say we 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 look at things differently, but you know what? You're still my friend or you're still my listener or you're still a buddy. I'm not going to let that come between us. I think there's been too much of that over the past couple of years. Obviously, we've all had the stressor of the uh, COVID-19 hanging over everybody's head and shoulders and in the background like a specter you know and and it's made it's just made everybody so edgy and tense and to where everything is a battle or a, a, a it's a everything's a dagger everything's a a way that I can give somebody a, a poke or a jab or a hard time or just just because of their differing opinion but i'm telling you if if we if this world you know all right this is this is this is just more oh you're gonna say johnny's gone off the deep end if you think i've gone off the deep end you should see my twitter big john radio there's so much off the deep end stuff there you you probably would would think uh well how is this guy walking around talking he's he's a nut and uh well i don't think i'm that much of a nut but here's here's a thought I don't believe that history repeats itself identically. There, there's no real, real evidence of that over time that, that history repeats itself in identical ways, unless you have some deja vu and there's all kinds of theories behind deja vu, but bear with me for a second. What if the world was in somewhat similar fashion reenacting the 19 teens or the 1940s? You got to think, well, who are the players? Who in the world is going to play whom in the uh, in the reenactment? Well, it lo- it looks like, uh, judging by the the uh, the activity in Europe, especially Ukraine, that Russia is going to play the role of Germany. Okay, Russia is going to play the role of Germany, nineteen teens and nineteen forties Germany. While on the other side of the globe, you got Xi and China. They're going to reenact. The role of Imperial Japan. So Xi is gonna is, is going to be what uh, Tojo or Yamamoto or whoever whoever it was that was uh, the emperor over there. And then you know, well, we we all know who who Putin Putin is going to be or Putin. <clears throat> I like to say Putin because it makes me think of like like poots, you know, like like pooty poots. Uh, but I digress. Anyhow, so what if that were the possibility? What if that indeed? We're what's ahead. Now, we don't, nobody really talks that much about that. There's that specter looming in the background. We see the invasion over there. We know Taiwan is threatened on the other side of the globe. But I, I guarantee you that if it comes down to that and it looks like something similar is happening, you better believe that we're going to have each other's back in this country. We are going to have each other's back right here in this country. I do believe that. I have hope for an America where people will come together under duress. 
I do not hope for any kind of duress, by the way. I hope that duress stays far away from our great nation. I don't want anything that's going to superficially bring people together. But if these players around the world are determined to dominate and uh, invade and take over and restore some previous level of dynasty or history or union in other places at the expense of human life and freedom and liberty, they're not just going to keep that over there. They're, they're going to want to come get a part of this over here. And I know that um, the commander-in-chief, whoever that is, even if it's the one we have now, we're not going to stand for it. And you better believe the uh, the military will be a part of that. But beyond that, and thanks to the military, by the way, I thought about this the other day. They were going over uh, some uh, a guy who served in, uh, what was a profile about a, a Marine that served in Afghanistan and apparently drove into a crowd to help rescue some people and get them back to the airport so they could be evacuated. He lost his life over there. Every one of those guys, every every one of those women, anybody who's wearing that uniform, Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, because of what they do, we can do this right here. Talk. I can wrap up this podcast. I can open the door. I can head outside, get in my car, and drive home without fear of some sort of ridiculous repression. So kudos to them for the job that they do. And I hope that we don't ever get in another situation where world powers through invasion get to the point where they have to sacrifice again. And they are so willing to, but hope that they don't have to. But I do believe that if, if it comes down to it, our arguments that we have, our Twitter smackdowns, our social media hissies that we have, as we turn our back on each other there and yell at each other and that stuff goes out the window when somebody else comes calling and somebody else wants to threaten what we have here. I think we come together no matter what because we've got to preserve this, the greatest nation on the earth. Nobody else has the freedoms we have. Nobody else has the wonderful land that we have here. They have wonderful places of their own, but a lot of people in the world would like to come here. Because there is, there is such freedom still. I believe if we're called on to give our all for this country, no matter what age we are, no matter our race, creed, color, sex, national origin, we would give it. In time of crisis, especially, you will see people come together like never before. And giving your all can be a real challenge because I think human nature is, by and large, selfish. I think that's my human nature. <laughs> I'm not pointing at other people. I'm not saying you, listener, are selfish, that you are, as you listen to this, selfish. I'm just saying human nature in general is that. Or what mine is when I look in the mirror, it's like, yeah, you are selfish, dude. It's hard to be, to throw your all in for something, even when you want to. Because there's always some extenuating circumstance. You want to get behind something, cause uh, a person thing, an idea, and you support it and you give your best, you give your best efforts. And then the extenuating circumstances, maybe you feel like your support is not appreciated or ill used, or someone's basically using you as a prop or a, a means to an end because you're really good at what you do. But in the end, 
the person getting the benefit out of it or the idea or the organization is, well, they're just taking advantage. It's hard to be all in when there's something like that going on. So that just got me thinking about the whole notion of the quiet quitting that we talked about on the show last week or maybe it was the week before. The Great Resignation. There was a news story I just heard it yesterday where a lot of the folks that had resigned or quit during COVID, not over any specific thing, they were just ready to be done with whatever. They're regretting it. And I wonder if it's because there were bills to be paid. And I mean, how in the world did you just quit if you got to support? You got to support Duke Energy and the water company. They got to get paid. How do you just quit? I would have all kind of regret if, regret if I had quit during that time period. It's like, well... Yeah, Duke Power still they're still wanting that deal, you know. It's, but yeah, the quiet the, the quiet quitting was interesting. That was uh, that one really piqued my interest, and I started to think about it. I was trying to think: have I ever seen that happen before? Have I ever seen that in a previous experience? Hmm. I know one thing: if you've ever worked for a company and you've done your darndest and you've done everything they've asked and beyond it. And then say that uh, the company lets go of people and you start doing their job and you actually double the uh, production of the person who uh, who lost their gig and say the, uh, the company uh, knows that you did and you've uh, kind of stressed that to them. And uh, well, there's really no, uh, no extra re- reward in there for that. The quiet quitting, I can understand if uh, a place like that doesn't have your back. You know what I mean? I don't believe in quiet quitting myself. I think if you're in that state, in that situation, don't quietly quit. You need to give your all. But open your eyes. Look around. Put out the feelers. Because for every organization that uh, that's going to take advantage and uh, not compensate well, there's probably five right around you that if they knew what you did and what you were responsible for, or what you had been recruited for at some other positions. Well, they'd probably be more than happy to hear from you. So work hard. Work real hard. Keep your standard up. And uh, that way, on your last day, there's no regrets. And you left doing your best. That's my advice on the quiet quitting. Speaking of quiet quitting, with, <laughs> with it being almost 1230 on the Friday before Labor Day weekend... Oh my gosh, I got to quit this podcast and put this to bed, put it up on the website. Man, I don't really want to though. I don't want to yet because here it is. I mean, normally, okay, let's just a little shed a little light. If you're just now checking out these, the podcast, uh, normally I cut these in the morning early as we're right before we're starting to prep for the shows and set things up for the morning. So there's about maybe 10 or 15 minutes to do it. And then you've got to put it away. So you got to you got to keep that thing short and sweet. And now here it is after the shows and after all the uh, digital stuff has been done and uh, things put in place for Labor Day Monday. And now I've, I've got the studio all to myself. I think everybody else is probably gone. It's like I'm not necessarily wanting to wrap this thing up. I feel like I have more to talk about. By the way, in, and here's a little inside thing. Talk about. If, if I hear talk about... The words talk about. My brain goes to pop music because of that song. Talk about pop music. Talk about pop music. Yes, I was MTV'd to death. We got that cable from Vision Cable in 1984. Dad says, you know what? We're getting cable. And we finally did because the neighborhood finally got cable. So 1984, we get 
Vision Cable. But so MTV's on there. And man, you're talking about you're watching music videos and you're seeing the 80s stuff that we all cherish and talk about pop music. Talk about pop music. It was on there. So yes, I love that nerdy video and, and uh I love the nerdy stuff. I like I like the Gary Newman, the cars, you know. And then uh what was that other one? That whip it whip it good. Yeah. It was just and I had to post the other day about that uh that that sting song about Russians. Uh that played the heck out of that on nineteen eighty five and eighty six with the kind of a minor chord ditty. I don't think it got like wasn't a pop song, wasn't real popular at all. I don't care. I thought it was cool. And the uh, passing of Gorbachev last week made me think of that. But yeah, oh yeah, this is the end of yeah, I'm really rambling now. I'm getting into the I'm into the weeds a little bit, but not terribly bad into the weeds. <laughs> weeds, plural, not singular, Dave from Asheville. You know, Dave listens to these things. A Dave from Asheville will listen to these. He'll send me a note. And asked me a question about something. I'm like, Are you listening to these podcasts? And then I'm like, and he's like, Hey man, you need to get me on your podcast and talk about my herb garden. I'm like, Dave, no, we don't this is not that kind of they're not podcast. We don't, you know, we don't talk about that stuff on here just just minimally, minimally, but not like the way Dave would want. He would be trying to set up appointments with people. I'm like, I, no, we're not doing that. This is uh this is just for it, uh, entertainment purposes only. And I want to say that largely it's to entertain myself and to get it scratch that itch because if I don't do it here, it might not get scratched. You know what I mean? That old DJ itch, that old uh, play me a country song caller wanting some old, you know, Conway Twitty or maybe some George Strait or some Patty Loveless or some Reba McIntyre or some Brooks and Dunn kind of scratches that itch. I would love to play some on here, but then of course we have all those those legalities of how you have to have the permission from the artist to do that. So we're not going to do that on here, not on the podcast. By the way, I don't have a lot of, well, yes, I do. I do have a lot of podcasts. How many are there? This has got to be up in the 90-somethings. I should really be more organized with these. Like I, I, I know that I've got almost, I think altogether I've recorded over 100 of these, but some of them do not make it to the posting place they don't get put out publicly because i'll later on i'll be like i'll be thinking and listening to it i'm like ah, you know uh, it's a little dicey i mean I, I, it's not like i go in there and do a bunch of cuss words i do try to keep these clean uh, sometimes i get a little uh i get a little amped up I, I get a little on my soapbox and a soapbox can be a good thing and then sometimes it can just be uh ooh. i mean I, I go back and forth between these moments of stridency and moments of introspection. There, there are times where something just gets my goat, and I'm all over it, and I'm, I'm railing on something. And then later, I know I've put up some podcasts like that where I listen back later. And I was like, "Why was I so mad? What was? Did I not eat my Wheaties that morning? Was I was I hangry? Why in the world was I going off like that?" So there are a few of them. Uh, you can find them at WBT.com. And I think they're pretty much anywhere you go, go to look at uh, and hear podcasts. But yeah, check them out. Uh, Nebulous Ramblings is the name of it. I am John Moore. This is WBT Radio. By the way, Ed Billick asked me this morning, you know what? This is not a drinking game. 
If I say, by the way, again, it does not mean you are to count those up and have a drink every time I say, by the way. So stop it. Just stop it. My buddy Ed Billick was filling in this morning with me, and uh, we were uh, behind the scenes there for Good Morning BT with Bo and Beth. Bernie Bowles had gone to the Red Hot Chili Peppers concert last night, and he said he had a fantastic time. We got a report from Bernie. And uh, you could tell he had fun. I I love the whole notion of going to hear some music from an artist that you really care about. And you could tell he was into it. You want to hear Bernie's Bernie's report on the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Uh, That's on WBT.com as well. I put that up this morning. But Ed Billick was like, John Moore, how long have you been here with WBT? How long the, you know, how many years? And had to look at it. I'm like, wow, let me think back. Now, if I've covered this in another podcast, I'm sorry, this will be redundant. So, November of 1997, my first official full-time employment with WBT. Uh, I have experience here in the building at one Julian Price place, going back to the summer of 1989. And that would have been as an intern from Appalachian State University with the Carolina camera, a young John Carter was hosting that show on WBT. Videographer Joe Travis and the producer Mike Burney also in the uh, the room there. And I was very fortunate enough to be invited and be a part of that show and uh, participate and learn and edit and watch behind the scenes. I learned so much that summer. And I was very excited to be down the hall as well from my favorite radio station that I had grown up listening to, WBT. A lot of that because of my father always had it on in the house or in the truck. So I would say my association, I will count that as going back to the summer of 1989. And very, very fortunate to uh, to have gotten to do that. Um, so, yeah, by the time I was able to get back here, it was 1997. I had done a couple other stations uh, before coming here, I won't get into that, but so yeah, 10 years, 90, so oh, well, 97 to 03. And then it came back in 13. So November of 2013, I returned to WBT and I've been here ever since in various and sundry roles, working with different hosts and having a great time along the way. One thing I'm thankful for is getting to do this podcast. Uh, that's an opportunity that I got from Mike Schaefer here. And I'm so grateful for that as well. So that was to answer Ed Billick's question. By the way, this is, oh, there it is again. By the way, dadgummit, now it's becoming a crutch. Oh, do I have any crutches other than by the way that I use? If you want to let me know, you can. I'm on Twitter at Big John Radio. Send me a little note over there. or You can, uh, well, let's see. I've got an email here, john.more at radio-1.com. If you want to send me an email, that's fine. No, I'm not going to say by the way again. Now stop it. I am going to pull for Appalachian State University tomorrow as they take on the North Carolina Tar Heels in football. I can't believe the Tar Heels are coming up coming up to Kid Brewer Stadium to take on the Mountaineers. And I'll tell you, I do believe Appalachian has a real chance to, to beat the Tar Heels tomorrow. Uh, I'm just go ahead and call it. 27-17 Appalachian State over the North Carolina Tar Heels tomorrow in Boone at former Conrad Stadium, also known as Kid Brewer Stadium, right next to Bowie Hall, my freshman dorm, which is slated for destruction. 
But I will be pulling for Appalachian State University football team tomorrow. Go Apps. Go Mountaineers. Go Nears, as I uh, understand they are also called. And that will be fantastic. So I would love to see that happen. You know, 2007, Appalachian beat Michigan in football at at Michigan. And uh, it would be nice to have something uh, something like that tomorrow up there on the rock. Am I going up there to see it? No. Uh, I think I'm going to do TV. I'm going to watch TV and see it on there if possible or on the radio at least. It will be on WBT tomorrow at noon, the Tar Heel coverage. But yeah, wrestling around in traffic with 45,000 other human beings in that small town is is not my idea of a whole lot of fun cuz you should see the traffic up there when there's not a football game. When it's just regular boon on a on a school day. It's going to be gridlock, but no matter what, go Mountaineers. And I am excited that that's happening. I got to wrap this thing up. I got to get my weekend started. I hope that you will Check out the morning show. It is number one in Charlotte. Good morning, BT, with Bo Thompson and Beth Troutman. Jim Zoki on sports. Tony Marino News. Bernie Bowles back there on the phones. Me on the board. After that, Vince Coakley comes up. You got Bill O'Reilly at 1145. Then at noon, Pete Callender, 3 o'clock. Brett Winterbull, 6 o'clock. Mark Garrison, 7 o'clock. Brett Jensen. We have an amazing Line up on the station. This is a station that I listen to and work at. Two things at one time. And you better believe I believe in this station. I pray for the station. I pray for the people that work here. And I'm enjoying every minute of it. This is Nebulous Ramblings. Wrapping it up. This is John Moore. Have a great Labor Day.